In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Even after nearly three years of our podcast, our old friend Isaiah the Rapper is still showing up from time to time. And that's the case once again this weekend. Our first reading is something like Isaiah's remix of one of the first tracks of his career. Back in chapter 2 of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah envisions a moment when all nations will stream towards the mountain of the Lord's house. Now, 54 chapters later in the same book, Isaiah is remixing that theme. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. A law in the book of Leviticus previously stipulated that foreigners could not take part in making sacrificial offerings at the temple, nor were they even permitted to enter the temple. So what happened? Did God change his mind from the earlier law in Leviticus? Well, the key is that these foreigners have, quote, joined themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord, becoming his servants, and keeping the Sabbath free from profanation. The understanding of a foreigner is now no longer limited to where one was born, but rather how that person is in relationship with the Lord God. That's also somewhat of a theme in our second reading this weekend, too. St. Paul is tackling a difficult question in this 11th chapter of his letter to the Romans. What about the Jews who have not yet accepted Jesus as the Messiah? What will happen to them? St. Paul doesn't want the Gentiles who have accepted Jesus to become too puffed up in their new status, like how fans of a Super Bowl-winning team might look down on all the other fans. Instead, St. Paul reminds them that the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. God has called the people of Israel to be a special people, and St. Paul's hope is that his ministry of bringing Gentiles into the promises of God might, in his words, make my race jealous and thus save some of them. In this way, he continues that their rejection, that is, the Jews' rejection of Jesus, is bringing about the reconciliation of the world, which now includes the reconciliation of the Gentiles to God. And furthermore, their acceptance, that is, again, the Jews' acceptance of Jesus, will be life from the dead. Truth be told, all three of our readings this weekend involve groups split across ethnic lines, because our gospel gives us the story of Jesus' interaction with a Canaanite woman. The woman's daughter is being tormented by a demon, and she asks Jesus to have pity on her. We might find Jesus' initial reactions to this woman as quite out of character. First, we're told that Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Then, when the disciples press him to do something about her, he responds by saying, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This line makes sense when we consider that five chapters earlier, Jesus sent out the twelve and told them, word for word, the following command. Do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go, rather, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. If Jesus is going to be a good teacher, then, he's got to practice what he preaches and goes to the house of Israel first, preaching the good news. After the woman continues in persistence, though, what follows then is a very curious quote from Jesus. It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. A number of scholars contend that because Jesus uses a diminutive form of the word dog here, something like a little doggy, he's being playful with the woman. But household pets weren't a thing at the time of Jesus, and dogs, whether they were big or little, were animals of the street and often mangy, unwanted creatures. 
Gentiles were sometimes referred to as unclean dogs, and it's in that spirit that Jesus makes this statement. But here's the remarkable thing. The woman responds with an incredibly clever response. Okay, if we're dogs, then at least give the dogs their due. And seeing this, Jesus praises her faith. And the woman's daughter was healed from that very hour. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.